in this movie. Where would I like? Where would I recognize him from if I haven't seen Fast and the Furious? Um, he, he's in the new Monster Hunter movie. If you've seen oh, well, uh, no, previews for gonna, that, I'm not watching. <laughs> okay, this is coming from the guy who oh. saw all the Resident Evil oh, movies. No, I have not seen minute, him. I, stopped. I was just gonna say, speaking of Resident Evil, Resident Evil Village looks fucking amazing. It does. Alright, we are back. We have a brand new set of movies. Yorton, I'm going to say off the bat, um, we're not watching the Ongbok series, right? We're watching Correct. a set of movies with Tony Jaw, like his highlights, I guess, right? Correct. This is a Tony Jaw highlight. I, I just want to do it just because I thought it would be an interesting set of movies to watch. The, the Protector one is also going to be quite interesting because... It's sort of after his uh, popularity with the Young Box series, they get a, a lot more budget, and so they they go a bit more crazy, and it's filmed in Australia. So the next one should be quite interesting too. Okay. Well, I'll just say I love this movie. Straight off the bat, like I freaking love this movie. This is like my kind of movie, and I can't believe I haven't <laughs> seen it. Um, I know you. This is the. Go ahead. This Jordan, is the movie that we went to the movie theaters way back when, and you refused to go see it, and then you went to go see some zombie movie or something. I can't even remember what movie it was. It was called Boogeyman, <laughs> and it was very okay. <laughs> Jared, did you like this movie? This movie, no, I didn't. Um, I did not like this movie. There were parts of the movie that I loved. Um, so this movie is very hot and cold for me. There's no like lukewarm. I love, I absolutely love parts of this movie. And then the other parts, I just hate it. So there's nothing in the middle ground for me, but the parts I loved, I like, I, I love. So, well, I don't care about that. I want to know what you hated. What the heck did you hate about this movie? Let's get into it. Uh, dude, this movie, is no cards. This, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, man, I hated the bullet time sequences. It was cool for, like, the action sequences, but not for the fighting. In the fighting where they replay, like, different moves or, like, the same move over and over, like, three times. I'm just like, I got it the first time. I don't need to see it over and over. <laughs> but, like, when he's sliding under trucks when he's running away from the gang and it shows him sliding from different angles, that's cool. I enjoyed that. That's the part that I said I loved. But then again, I hated bullet time. Like, I hated the slow-mo replay in a fight sequence i don't need that just keep Can the fight we... flowing keep it flowing i'm such a stickler let's let's be real that's not bullet time that's just slow-mo replay like there's a huge difference between <laughs> there's no spitting time. and everything and just like look at this so i would well, it, it doesn't matter if you're a stickler or not it was a shitty effect to the movie and it didn't need it i like the movie like didn't it. need it it did it didn't need it it sure it, it didn't took need away it from but the i movie. think it, this I don't know. And I, it didn't I understand help. It why didn't they help. did it. It slowed down the action. It slowed down the fighting. Like during the action sequences, it's cool. Um, especially during when they're uh, chasing each other on the trikes. That was pretty awesome. When they did the um, slow down animation. But when they did it like in the middle of a fight, it's just like, no, I want to see this cool fighting action continue. I don't want it to be slowed down by you showing a replay like I'm playing NBA 2K and they got to show a replay like 10 times of my dunk. 
I don't want to see that. <laughs> That's what. Look, I used to play NBA 2K or Madden, and every time, like, I hated playing against the people who every time they caught a, just a basic reception, they would like replay it in your face. I'm like, dude. We're going to be here for four hours if you don't stop doing this. Um, that's a side note. Um, that didn't bother me. Yorton, did it bother you? It, it, it was all right. It didn't like take away anything from me, but I can understand why he wouldn't like it. But there wasn't that many of them. So uh, for me, it wouldn't take away that much, even if it did bother me. I think there's like no. only four, four scenes maybe where they oh, had Oh, there's that more in. than that. I don't think you no, notice them at first until like halfway uh, okay. through the movie and you're like, oh, there's quite a few of these, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Um, for me, it was like, and then, I, I understand. Oh, I understand your point, Jared, but I also, I like, I understand why they did it. Cause it's like, watch this shit again. You need to see this again. Like, this is, no, there's no, now. there's no ropes. It's just <laughs> and no, and I understand. And I understand that. And that's why I put in my notes again. Like this movie screams early two thousands action movie. Cause it. it had the, um, and I understand that, like, the budget was low, but, like, the music was just awful. The I'll get into the budget so here. This was bad. actually one of my uh, you didn't like the music? facts about it. The music was so awful. Like, during the fights, the, the music did not go with the fight. Oh, they just played some no. random music during the fight. And it's just, like, if we're going to play music during a fight, it has to go with, like, the feel of the fight. Not just, like, oh, we're just going to play random music to fix the theme. I like the, the music, music was very, very video game uh, set music because it wasn't like they had a very distinct music. They just like, oh, you're in this stance now. So they play this music. They The music actually changed to what stance he was in and how he was fighting. I'll say like, so I, Jared, I like, no, oh, Jared, you, you have a good point. I mean, you have your opinion. I'm not hating on it, but man, I really like the music. I, I like the music. It really drove some of these scenes for me. It's not like music you're going to like. Like, no, it's, it's not, not like music John Wick or anything. Yeah. Oh no! So I will say this. I will say this. As I'm a music stickler, I will have to give this movie like better than some other movies we watched, whose music just like outright sucked or didn't have any music. Um, so I will have to give it as props. It, it at least did put music towards the action sequences. And so, like, um, not not necessarily like I just had the gripe with the fighting sequence music, but during the action sequence music it actually fit. So I don't know. It was just weird for me. I love all of the action sequences in this movie, like the way they were set up. And then I loved, uh, I just outright loved the fighting, but I hated the replays in the fighting mm -hmm. and I hated the music in the fighting. So like I said, there's a lot of love and hate in this movie for me. I'm not like really <laughs> lukewarm on anything. Okay. So I don't know. I like, I take back what I originally said. I didn't hate this movie. I did not hate it. I did <laughs> I was not hate it. Hate's torn. a rather strong No, word. no, I take that back. I take that back. You're I torn. didn't hate it. I That's take cool. it back. All right. Well, let's go to this. I have this discussion topic down. I want to talk about it. I don't think I would be in the top 50 climbing up that tree and, <laughs> and getting that thing. I don't think I'm, I'm the first man done. <laughs> How long do you think you guys last? Is there any chance you win that? I, I don't know, man. Even though I did a lot of cream uh, tree climbing when I was a kid, man. Oh boy, those guys—they—they they really were going up that tree and bouncing off the branches, man. People must hey, be man. dead every year from this. <laughs> I get to the first layer of like branches. <laughs> Somebody kicks me in my chest and I fall out the tree. I am going home. Yeah. <laughs> I'm crying I'm just, on the way like, home. I'm just like I'm calling my mom. I'm like, mom, please come help. 
and I think the fact that in the movie they didn't use any rope work or anything like that. That was just all physical, like action and everything. And the only thing that they had to make the ground soft was they had very loose dirt that gives gives so much. So every time someone hit the ground, I just felt that it was just like oof. Yeah. Well, no, because you could see the ground like shake. And you, yeah. you can tell it wasn't like a pad because a pad you like sink. But when they hit the ground, you could see it like shake side to side. And I'm just like. <laughs> Do they leave has plywood underneath that dirt? I'm <laughs> or pretty something? sure they just, just lose dirt from what it looked like, and they just smack yeah, it. Yeah, because I was hoping it was like a wrestling where, you know, because they put plywood underneath a mat to, you know, have a little bit of give. But it's just like, that's what I was hoping. I was like, please tell me this. At least they're not hitting the ground. <laughs> you could see them, though. Like, I'm not hating on them. They, they're doing way more than I could have. But you could see they're like hitting their marks like okay i'm gonna fall i'm gonna twist this way so i fall and i flip that way like it was all well planned but god every time they hit the ground i was like oh <laughs> you must have broken like, i think that's bones. what made it so painful to watch because you're like look i can see that you guys had this all choreographed and everything but that impact man yeah oh. no, so, so when the first guy fell i was like oh he fell off the first row so I'm like oh that's not too bad but then when they started like kept going on for like 20 more seconds yeah. and another guy fell from farther off and i'm like Oh no, the ground did the same thing. Like, what's going on? <laughs> so there's movies like this. Well, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna name a few here. There's there's Kick Fighter. There's like Bloodsport. All these movies where it's about to, like this fighter who's just, who's just like in peak shape, and uh, you see them like just kick and their kick their legs going above their head every kick. It motivates me for like 30 seconds to be like, I'm gonna get super flexible. I'm gonna start working out real hard. Then I realize I'm 35. I have a two and a half year old. It's not happening. <laughs> Do you guys ever get that moment though, like watching these movies? Like, oh yeah, I'm I'm just gonna like I'm gonna dedicate six months to just getting real strong, and then nothing happens. Am I? Am I uh, there, there, no, 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 no. There was a period um, when I was in my late 20s. Um, I'm 31 for the listeners. In my in my late 20s, I was like, man, I can do that. And so like I was in peak running shape. I could run like six, seven miles on ease. And I was like, yeah, I can do all of that. I can do all of that when I watch like action movies. But now I'm just like, hey, man, I'm 31. Um, yep. No, that's not happening. Uh, when I wake up in the morning, sometimes my knee hurts for reasons, question mark. <laughs> so You just slept weird. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'd no. say for me, like... I, I had parts of my life where I was in pretty good shape, uh, both playing rugby in college and also in the army and everything. But I just did not ever have that flexibility that he has, man. That's Wait, yes. wow. You're, you play you play rugby at Sam? Yeah, for for uh, three seasons I played rugby at Sam. Oh shit! Sorry, listeners. This is brand new news. I am just finding <laughs> heard, out. That's awesome. I heard stories of the parties. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Um, oh no, I've been to a rugby party and they were crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm surprised I didn't see you there. Well, like, I. I mean, our times were probably, probably different. Probably didn't rec- Maybe they just didn't recognize me. I'm just. Yeah. Like, no, you guys <laughs> were both there at the same time because I. I was there with Yorton, and I hung out with you there, Jared. So. Yeah. No, we were all there at the same time. Okay. That's weird. Small world, Yorton. Hey, so there's there's a few things that if if this thing is in your movie, <laughs> I don't care how good your movie is, I'm watching it. And one of those things is a seedy underground fight club or some kind of <laughs> underground martial arts tournament. Like, I'm in. I don't care what happens. I'm watching your movie. I love it. Um, and that's what really got me hooked is when he went to Bangkok and he walks into this fight club. I'm like, 
oh yeah, this is my movie now. Like I'm in. I was kind of <laughs> iffy on it, but now I'm in. I'm all the way in. Is there anything like that for you guys that like you feel like you just it's like your comfort zone where you see it and you're like, okay, I'm in I'm in for this movie. Jared? Uh Jordan, I don't for care. Me, uh, I'll watching sci fi movies and seeing like a good hard sci fi uh role movie or show, that definitely gets me to where it's like, okay, I'm in. it's gonna be interesting. What uh give me some what are some examples? Uh, the expanse, for example, like where uh, all the gravity is created by either spinning or with the thrusters on the rockets. They don't uh-huh. have artificial gravity or anything. Uh, what? Uh, what is that? Interstellar. Uh, re- Interstellar was one. Another one. Moon. Moon was a great one. I love where they, Moon. It was good hard science one. We need to watch Moon on this podcast. That's one I saw that movie and I was like, "Holy crap, no one knows about this movie." I, that movie was amazing. Okay, cool. Um, Jared? So I'll go I'll go with two. So since we're doing action movies, I'll go with uh, my first one will be action movies. Um, if a action movie has just a stupid over the top sequence within the first 15 minutes, uh, I am in. But you're in for so, different reasons. Right? No, no, yeah, no. I'm, I'm just in. No, no, no. I'm in. Just like hit me with something stupid. Yeah, I'm all here for it. Um, I want zero logic. I want zero reasoning. Just give me something dumb. So you like when a movie tells your brain to turn off pretty quickly? Yes. So that's why I said only when it comes to action movies. Yeah, yeah. When it tells me to turn my brain off within the first fifteen minutes, and I'm like, yeah, I'm here for it. Um, because it's just like now I know I don't have to think. But if I get 30 minutes into an action movie and they haven't done anything ridiculous and then they start doing things ridiculous, I'm like, no, that doesn't fit because I'm already thinking 30 minutes in. Yeah. What's your second um, one? Uh, when it comes to horror movies, when I, they don't hit me with a jump scare um, in the first like 10, 20 minutes, then I'm good because then I know like they actually took time to make a horror film. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. An early jump scare is kind of cheap. Yeah, I really jump scare like, yeah, like you're right. It's like that's my favorite genre of film, so I watch it. I'm gonna watch the movie regardless. But like, I know I'm in for a good movie if it's not like a cheap beginning of the movie jump scare to set the tone. Okay. Um, okay. So let's move on to the next topic here. Um, I enjoy movies where the city plays a big part, especially interesting cities. You know, like we got Bangkok in this movie, mm-hmm. and it's yep. not just the glorified Bangkok. You 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 see it from the perspective of like those living in it and not the wealthy, right? It's everyday, like, everyday life. Bangkok is really, and that's actually stuff. another part that I loved because like through every sequence, they weren't showing me like the hangover two version of Bangkok. Mm-hmm. They were showing me like the, real. uh, the CD underbelly, the real part, the on the streets part. Like they were showing me the great part of like, the great like part that we want to know because we don't experience Bangkok. Mm-hmm. Um, so they showed us the great part of Bangkok for us, not necessarily like we can Google the parts of Bangkok. What, what's that? I think you love this movie too. What's that movie with uh, Chris Evans? Um, where he's in like, Oh, push push. I, yeah. Part of that, part of the reason I love that movie is cause it's just like, it's, I like living in that city through that movie. I don't yes. know. 
Especially, well, that's another movie we need to do on this podcast. I, know. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it in a while. That's a good one. Chris Evans good comic book movies that aren't Marvel. <laughs> that's the list. Uh, I'm trying to think of other movies where the city plays a big part. I know, like, um, what's the movie oh, with? The Hangover movie. No, that's not real. I guess, yeah. But, yeah, because Vegas is. That's one of the reasons. I love movies set in Vegas. Um, what's the one? Oh, my God. With Scarlett Johansson, she's like seven. The island. She's seventeen in the movie. Um, no, not the island. Oh my god! Uh, Lost in Translation. Lost in Translation. That's another movie where. Oh yeah, because that's the one in Tokyo. Yeah, it's just I've in Tokyo. Seen like half of that movie. It's not. I I love it, but I understand those who say they don't like it. Um, okay, I'll move on. Did you guys get Guy Ritchie vibes from this movie, or am I the only? I didn't yes. think of. I didn't think about it until you mentioned it before watching it, and then I was like, "Oh, okay, I get what you mean." Because all the characters in this movie are like a bit over the top and everything, and yeah, like, it's like, like the same... they all have crazy looks and stuff like that. They have yeah, it's the same, and they have nicknames and everything. They got the same character types, and like it's it's shot on the street level, you know, and it's very raw. Like lock stock, two smoking barrels, and snatch. It's not this polished masterpiece. Like you can yeah. see the grain on the film. Like I kind of that's what I got. And I even the music in the action scenes, just kind of like this driving beat, was very Guy Ritchie esque, and I, I loved it. Um, my last note is I want an Ongbok fighting game in the style of King of Fighters or Street Fighter. <laughs> the settings are all there. I mean, you can pull. There's only like six characters you can pull from. Wait, 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 we got. We got what's his name? Um, okay, I'm to be real quick. We have Ting. Yeah. You got Mad Mad Dog. You have uh, Pearl Harbor. Yeah, you get who you get the bear guy, <laughs> the the buff weird owl looking guy. Um, yeah. There's a few people you can pick. I'm just saying, but the locations would be cool. All right, so I guess we, let's just go to notes. Yorton, is there anything you want to talk about that you, I don't know, that you just want to talk about for the movie? Uh, one thing I wanted to talk about this this movie right here. This was big for uh, Thailand uh, because before that, when you would look at their uh, average uh, um, box office worldwide and everything, mm-hmm. at most it would be like half a million. And this oh, movie wow. came out and made twenty four million dollars on it. Yeah, on a budget of one point one million. So this movie right here just like, hey, look, came up and be like. Oh, Thailand can make movies now. Yeah. That, uh, well, well, I wonder what kind of movies they were trying to make before this. They were probably making movies. But I think it's more the fact that this actually felt like a like movie movie that... It was a low-budget movie, but at the same time, it felt like film-quality movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. It wasn't like... You know, like Bollywood movies don't do well over here because they're so made for that Bollywood crowd. So I guess it's similar here. They they made a movie that uh, appeals to kind of everybody, I guess. Um, anything else you want to talk about before I move on to, to Jared? Uh, what I want to talk about is, bit, is something that you guys brought up about. It was him hitting uh, the elbows to the heads and everything. Yeah. Because the, the form of, which was clearly said several times in the movie, Muay Thai, it's all about the uh, elbows and knees uh, striking with them and that's why when you see him whenever he kicks or anything he's not typically kicking with the foot he's kicking with the kneecap making the impact 
Yeah. And then the same thing with the elbows. I feel like that's going to hurt more. <laughs> like a knee to the <laughs> face or something. Yeah. I wonder. Oh. I don't know. Go ahead, Jared. Oh, no. I'm just saying, like, his knees in this movie were lethal. That first knee that we actually saw him through, throw that was and amazing. hit that guy in the chest. I was like, oh, shit. Was that real? <laughs> I've lost count of how many times I've seen that movie. And I always bust out laughing when that guy just hits the floor after taking that knee to the No, that, I'm telling you, that first knee is just like, I... You felt it. As just like, oh, my goodness. That first knee is amazing. I, that's like a perfect buildup of a scene to show how powerful someone is without saying anything. Yeah, because <laughs> you're expecting this huge yeah. fight, and it's just like, poof, and the whole audience is like, oh, my God, it's over. <laughs> so, yeah, I agree. That caught me off guard. I was like, oh, my God. He's like, he's like an Avenger right now. Um, Jared, you want to go down uh, your notes? Yes. And Jordan, I'm sure you'll think of stuff. Um, so we already talked about the tree climbing. That was my favorite. Uh, that was one of my favorite parts. The acting was less than desirable. Bull, I'm going to call you out. No, no. I just felt like everybody was like too over the top. I, I didn't uh, too much like it. Okay, um, we'll talk about it when I get to my notes. Um, I boiled okay. that down to so how I brought the up blonde haired dude. He was great. was probably my favorite character of the movie. Yes. He is a he is your scammer's favorite scammer. He is straight out of a uh, uh, Guy Ritchie movie. He is the like I said. He is your like whoever you look to is like you think you're is your favorite scammer. Like who scams people? No, this guy is that scammer's dream. He's not good at it though. No, but the part about being a scammer is that no matter what, you don't stop scamming. Yeah. <laughs> and not once, the, not once in this movie did he stop trying to scam. The entire, and I appreciate right. The entire movie he's trying to scam, you're right. Yeah, George is I great. I loved every bit of it. Um, also, the, the knife sequence, um, when he pulled out that big knife and then the lady walked out with <laughs> knives herself. I had, that, to, I had to pause the movie because I was laughing so hard. Nice that's for like going to be my line for the movie. Nice for sale. I legit had to pause this movie because I was laughing so hard. Because of the comedic timing of it all was just like perfect. The hard like cut. Your favorite, like, um, yeah, like Judd Apatow, like, every, like one of the best comedy writers that's out right now. Like Larry David. Like they couldn't write anything that perfect. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, hold on, I got some more. Uh, I, I'm just curious, uh, you guys, did you guys watch the sub or dub when you watched? No, it? I watched the sub. Okay, I watched. I never watched. The it. I never watched. I didn't it. know there was a dubbed version. Oh, I don't. I don't watch dubbed versions. I like yeah. to. Watch, I like to. Get, if it's a foreign movie, I like to give it its respect and watch it in the way it was made. Um, if I watch a Japanese cartoon, I'm probably watching dubbed. I'm not gonna lie. Oh no, no, yeah, yeah. Anime, I'm gonna watch dubbed, but like actual films, I watched um sub. Yes. Yeah, so okay. I, I, I was just curious because you were bringing up acting, and I was so I was curious about that because I oh, never no. said anything about like if we should watch the sub or dub. Oh no, no, no! I always watch sub. Like um, because um, I've seen both multiple times, so that's why I was curious. Oh, I didn't even know there was another version. And so, when, like, I mean, like, there are a bunch of Korean films that I that I really do enjoy, and so I always watch them um, subbed. Uh, so, shout okay. out Parasite, former movie of the year. Um, 
Uh, I okay. So we actually let let's break down this the trike scene, whether whether on the three wheeled carts. Okay. Go the ahead. Rickshaws? I have no. You enjoy the rickshaws? Yeah. Let's break that down. Let's let's everybody go in on that because I was like, do what? At first I was like, this is dumb. But then as it kept going on, I'm like, this might be my favorite scene of the movie. Probably three minutes too long. But yeah. Oh no, no, I agree with you. It it goes a bit long, but it's still so good. We'll break it down, dude. Uh, What's your favorite part of it? Uh, so the explosion part <laughs> was so ridiculous, and I loved it when the when the car just like goes up in the air and explodes. Uh, then when the guy like jumps off of the bridge into the apartment complex. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to remember that. Yeah, yeah, I remember that now. Oh no, it was just so awesome. Um and it just well, felt like Oh go ahead, Jordan. I was gonna say, uh it's one of my random facts when they were doing the uh three uh wheels uh taxi scene and the guy did the jump, apparently where he landed it said, Hi Luke Benson, we are waiting for you when it jumps over the highway into the building room. Oh. I just thought that was a random fact. No, it was it was just such a fun scene. Um one of the most fun to, like I mean like the action scenes were cool, but this one was just like outright fun. Um, yeah, Ray, it did go a bit long. I will agree with you on that one, but it was just like I enjoyed it the entire time. It's not like yeah. as we talked about last week with the John Wick three fight scenes. It felt like overlong, and I felt and we all felt like kind of fatigued. But this one just like felt fun, even though it did go a bit longer. It still felt fun the entire way through. Absolutely. Um, I don't really know what else to add to that, except I do like the part where they like they stop and they look at each other and they look back and there's just a whole army of, I guess they're called trikes. <laughs> they're like, all right, well, we're going to turn around and they like go their separate ways. And what's his name is like hanging off the uncompleted overpass and everyone just falls off. I don't know why they can't break when they see him break. <laughs> I don't know what the logic is there, but and they kept falling off like a cartoon. Yeah, that was funny. yeah, it was a Looney Tune. Uh, yeah, and um, probably my, one of my favorite action sequences or fight sequences was the flaming legs. That was cool. But the whole time I was like, "Dude, do you know your legs are on fire?" <laughs> <laughs> it was just out here like flaming legs. It's so funny because I was just playing a game, Ghost of Tsushima. And you get the fight with a flaming sword, and you're just like looking really cool with a flaming yeah. sword. But then when I like watch this movie, this guy's like fighting with flaming legs, and I'm just like, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, so yeah, that's my notes. All right, I like in the very beginning how everyone, as he's as uh, hold up, let me get his name. As Ting is leaving his village, like they give him money, and like everyone has like a secret compartment on them. With like a coin <laughs> hidden, because I guess they all just don't trust each other or something. But it's like cool because this one girl has it like sewed into her like undershirt and gives him a coin. I thought it was pretty neat. Um, there were some weird edits. Did you guys notice that? Oh yeah. Like yeah, there's definitely specifically that when they get caught doing that scam with the fake pills at the motorcycle race. Yeah. Um, there's a weird edit there where it like skips like probably a second worth of something we don't see and it just I don't know um, but I want to say that adds to my enjoy enjoyment of the movie um, I think the I, I, go ahead I will say something if, uh, in particular with uh, Southeast Asian movies a lot of times uh, if you 
the way they uh, sometimes they don't have the transitional phase a lot of times with their cuts so basically they're like here and now we're here and so as an american movie watcher sometimes we're like what well, there should be like an in-between scenes but that's just sort of how they shoot movies and everything and you'll notice it on the next movie too where they'll have scenes where like all of a sudden he'll be on a boat and you're like how did he get on the boat <laughs> there's no establishing shot of like a dock yeah. or a hospital to let you know yeah um Correct. that's good to know now i know when i watch the next movie it's just gonna i just gotta keep up the brother and sister, I, I guess they're not brother and sister, but they said they mm-hmm. were. I'm confused they, by that whole relationship. They never said they were brothers and George sister. and the girl, are, are you sure? I don't, it doesn't make sense no. for the logic of the movie for them to be related because he's from the town and she's not. But yeah. I could have sworn early on in the movie when they, after they got caught and he got beat up and they were in the garage talking, he, she said sister or something. I don't know. But they're my favorite, the, that combo. I mean, why else would he be looking after her so hard and making sure she goes to college, you know? That's what kind of... I, mean, I don't know. They just they just were on the streets together and they bonded together. I'll go with that. Um, they're my favorite, though. I thought she was really good. I thought he... I mean, I want to give him MVP, but he didn't really... It's not going to be MVP, but he was my favorite part of the movie. For real. Like, And yeah. I thought... Jared said the acting was bad. I thought him, Ting... And the girl were, even the, the guy who was like the villain who stole that, who stole Ongbok, that younger guy. I thought they were mm-hmm. really good. I thought they did a good job. I liked them. But I think that Jared, to your point, the people who maybe weren't so good were the extra fighters that challenged Ting, right? Like <laughs> Buff Weird Al. Um, every fighter in that <laughs> ring was terrible. They were terrible at acting. Come on! Come on! Just, I don't know what, a, what else to call, it, but that's the, nice the interesting. What I wonder the um, the announcer, the black announcer. I'm curious where the heck he was from because I don't have a sense he was from Thailand. But his Amer- his English was like heavy, heavy accent of who knows what. So I'm like, where is this guy from? I'm just wondering. And there were like random, just white American looking dudes in the crowd. I guess just on vacation watching. Yeah, this on fight. vacation. Here to see a bar fight or the bar fights, basically. So that that ring DJ MC whatever the uh, the black guy, he has my favorite line of the movie, and it's the only line I wrote down. It's when the cops come <laughs> in and he goes music, and then he starts dancing. He <laughs> <laughs> just starts dancing. Yes. Yes, that's perfect music. That's what's going oh, on yeah. here. I forgot all about that. That that was. I was I was rolling. I was like, did, did, "Why is that here? Why is he just randomly yelling music and dancing as the cops raid the place?" But whatever. Um, I like. Did you guys notice that? I like that they they also have the term "hick." Like I don't know. I thought that. Yeah, was yeah, hair. no, I did notice that as well. They were like called they called him a called him a country hick, and I was like, yeah. I thought that was an American term. Yeah. I could, it's cool. It's cool that we all have, you know, that uh, part of our civilization that we all call Hicks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we can we can ponder over that. When they were in Don's apartment, this was when, um, I guess he was using that girl for trafficking drugs, and she was all coked out of her mind. Um, there's a <laughs> there's a poster for Brad Pitt and Robert Redford's movie Spy Game. Yes! <laughs> Spy yes! Games, yeah. Yes, I, I I oh I forgot to take that down, but yes. <laughs> Because I was like, is that 
Is it the American Spy Gang? It's like they were trying. It's like they were saying, "Hey, here's an American movie." Like they 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 hung on it for just a second to let you know it was there. It was weird. Of all American movies, yeah. Well, hey, I mean, I mean Robert Redford, Brad Pitt, of right? Course. I mean, who who else are you gonna get? Um, hey, what? Maybe you guys can answer this because I don't have an answer. I guess I don't know. I, I I can't even imagine what was that guy injecting himself with before he got into the fight, the rope fight. Uh, HGH steroids. It can't be. Uh, steroids don't work like that. That's not you. active. I was sort of wondering if it's mainly like so he doesn't feel pain. That was what I, I was wondering that to. too. Like just some high like painkillers. Yeah. Sort of like what football players do when some they get tor- injuries. Tor- I wonder if it's like adrenaline too. Yeah, could be. He put five of them in at one time at the end. Like, <laughs> he's like, I'm having a heart attack, but I'm going to kill you as I have a heart attack. Um, I like that the main villain, the guy with the hole in his neck who talks through a little... Uh, no, I fucking hated him. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I don't have an opinion on him. He was fine. But I like that he travels in a giant soccer mom van from the 90s <laughs> that you know has curtain windows and everything. Like, dude, you are a multimillionaire. Like, you're betting millions of dollars like it's nothing. And you're traveling around in the 1992 curtained window pedo van. I don't even know what else to say. <laughs> it was just like, what's going on, man? Um, I don't like watching compound fractures in movies, so the arm break scene Oof. was the worst. Oh, it was awful. We're- oh, no, they lingered on the arm, too. They were just like lingered on his face as his arm broke, and I was just like, guys, I understood you broke his arm. Please don't <laughs> focus on his face. That makes it worse. Yeah. And if that happened to me, like, I'm sorry, Ting, I'm out. I can't help you anymore. <laughs> like, I'm going to die now in the corner. Um, we already talked about the elbows to the head. Um, okay. I, I want to talk to something about elbows to the head Go ahead. on it. Uh, part of the reason why all the uh, guys he fought had, like, crazy hairdos and everything. <laughs> yeah, was we didn't talk about that, hair. Yeah. It was to hide the padding that they were using on their heads, so when he strikes them, he doesn't hurt them as much there. Because they were a lot of times they weren't pulling punches pretty much. They were making full contact and everything. So they they had their heads all padded, and then give them a, a crazy haircut to cover up the padding. So I wonder that raises a question. There's a scene where he knees the the guy in the motorcycle in the head and breaks his helmet. That looks real. <laughs> I, I bet they used like a just a, like a fake motorcycle helmet to to crack on command and stuff for it. But, his, but I'm pretty sure they his neck went back pretty far. That's all I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I, that's a good stunt man to be willing to do that. I'd be like, no, I would die. I mean, look at the beginning with the guys falling off the trees. These guys are <laughs> taking some punishment and everything. I'll say I was genuinely sad when uh, George died at the end. Um. And, you know, he said, like, tell my father, I'm sorry, I won't be ordained and all that stuff. But that's not what I expected to happen. I thought he was he was going to go back to the village with Ting and, you know, see his father again and hug. But even though that didn't happen, I still wanted a little bit more, like just five more minutes after the, after the end of Ting going back to the village. Maybe he brings the girl with him and just kind of like a little epilogue. like a, a Wasn't she on the elephant? If she was, I didn't notice. It, yeah. I don't know. Sure. But they could have hung in there. I, I always like the journey back. Almost more yeah. than the journey. I don't know. Um, 
you like a nice wrap up of what, what everything happens and everything. I really do. I really do. That's what Marvel gets real like in game and all that stuff. It did that really well. Hey, let's go to uh, y'all ready for the categories? Okay. Jared, let's go. Best scene. Let's go. I have three. I have the first underclub, I mean underground fight club scene, right? And that scene, that's the scene we talked about where he just in a second knocks that guy out. Oh, <laughs> I mean, if we're if we're talking about first showings of this movie, I think that scene stands out the most. And and just like your your utter reaction to it right away. Like, oh my god. It like <laughs> lifts off the seat. When you watch it for the first time. Because, like, they build up and you're, like, expecting a fight. Like, you're like, okay, we're going to get a fight. All right, cool. First <laughs> fight of the movie. Let's go. Let's go. And it's like. No fight. What, what, what just <laughs> happened? Um, well, I, I, this is confusing. I wrote down Chase Through the Streets. But I think it's the one. Oh, it's the one with the knife for sale. Knives mm-hmm. for sale. Yes. That scene. Okay, that's what it was. I was like, every chase is a chase through the streets in this movie. Um, so we have that, that, that thing lasted like 10 minutes, but that's where you get a lot of his stunts too. And I thought it was really good. And then we have the second fight club scene where he goes against a uh, big bear, crazy Asian guy, crazy hair, Asian guy, and the pirate looking guy <laughs> where the guy's like, I'm going WWF and I'm just going to grab every chair and every table and throw it at you. Um, those are my scenes. Do you guys have any scenes that you thought were better and you want to throw on here? Jared, I'll start. Well, uh, the tree sequence at the beginning, um, we've got to mention that because I think that was a good uh, tone setter for like a little bit of the action that we're going to get in this movie. Uh, Not so much the fighting sequences, but like the, excuse me, the action sequences. Okay. So it kind of like set the tone for that. I mean, it's not like it's not. I'm not picking it, but just honorable mention. What are you picking? Uh, I am going with the fight to the street. Well, actually, no, that's probably my favorite. But to me, the actual best would be, like you said, the tone setter, the first, uh, no, the first fight slash non-fight. Scene. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jordan. Uh, I, I'll bring up also the rickshaw, the three-wheeler scenes. Yeah. Uh, just because that's sort of like, it's something that you normally don't see. But for me, my favorite scene was the uh, the chase scene on foot, uh, especially when he's jumping on the crowds and using people, <laughs> jumping on people and using them as advantage yeah. and stuff. I forgot very about that. Unique ways of escaping, he, and that's why I. I want to try that next time I'm cornered. Hey, I want to jump on your shoulders and run down the street. See how well that works. I forgot about that scene. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, which is that your favorite? That's my favorite, yeah. Okay. I'm going to go... So, we don't have a winner here. I'm just going to go the, the chase through the streets where... Oh, my God. Sorry. Jared's watching giant... football. I don't know why you're watching the game right now. It's over. No, the giant fight just broke out. Sorry, oh, cool. guys. Um, I'm going with the chase through the streets where it's just long and there's a lot of stunts and also there's like a lot of humor there because you see you see uh, Ting do all this crazy stuff and then uh, George is like... um. How am I going to get over this thing of spikes? <laughs> you know, like I can't do that. I thought it was good. Um, and we, already, we already went over the best line in the movie that I had. Music! And he starts dancing. Jared, what's your what's your best line? Nice or so. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. I forgot about that. Yorton? Yeah, 
Yeah, it's knives for sale. That but that gets me every time where I just have to bust out laughing on it. Cause it's like perfectly timed and everyone's facial expression just sell it. Where you have George all of a sudden like, uh oh, yeah. I have a trouble. Yeah. And the other guy's just like and, and then I licking their lips like, Oh, we're about to get you. I loved it because the next like shot is him running and then everybody with a knife in the hand chasing after him. Yeah. Yeah. Um it's a quick cut. It's a quick cut to him just running. Um, all right, I'm not even going to argue against it. That is a very good line. MVP of the movie, I mean, it's got to be Tony Jaw. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. This movie is about Tony Jaw and his amazing abilities that he has. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be the same for every movie, the next two movies we watch. It's going to be Tony Jaw. Um, Jared? I mean, like, you're right. Like, I can't pick anybody else but Tony Jaw. I figured. Like, uh, like, like Jordan said, this was like his first big movie on the scene, and it just looked fucking great. He was fantastic the entire time. He burst on the scene. Then he started picking up uh, like different American movies. He started choreographing for other movies. And so like this was his big coming out party, and I enjoyed it. Or I enjoyed him in this movie. All right, so I'm going to look up. I think Bloodsport was Jean-Claude Van Damme's first like breakout movie. It was. I mean... That, which one's a better breakout movie, Bloodsport or this one? I mean, I guess guess you'd have to argue Bloodsport because it really led to a pretty good career for for Jean-Claude. I think a career that overshadows Tony Jaa, but what a great first movie overall. Um, Okay, Um, Six Man, whoever played George, that's my vote. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Definite six man award. Yeah, uh, I won't argue he, on that. I, w- I will say this: he is like not just like oh, not one of those seasons where we got to give the six man to somebody. He's one of those ones where like Jamal Crawford like locks it up in yeah, the first right. like ten games because <laughs> he did not miss a single scene he was in. I like, and so like, he's one like I said, he's like one of those definite like six mans. You can tell at the beginning of the season like. Jamal Crawford, Lou Will, like one of the years they win. It's just like, oh no, he's it's he's got it. Yeah, there's it's like when it's like Rookie of the Year. It's like, come on, we know Luca's gonna get Rookie of the Year. Like it's not even competition. Like stop yeah. trying. Um, I, I I didn't bring this up earlier. I did, but I forgot to talk about it. Him and his partner, the girl, like they don't know when to when to hold back or call it quits when they're when they're hustling people. Like. How many nines are you gonna bust out, girl, before they start catching on to you? Like, <laughs> lose a hand or two, and then start winning some more. Like, haven't you seen rounders? Like, come on, girl. Um, shout out! Anybody want to give a shout out? Jordan. <laughs> uh, shout out! Uh, the ring announcer, just because I always thought he was a lot of fun, like announcing everyone and just like selling it, even when pure chaos comes out he's just like hey man it's part of the show pretty much. <laughs> exactly so no. i'll give him a shout out shout out to weird weird al <laughs> yeah that guy was terrible the head he, was... <laughs> he had never acted shout, in his life. shout out to him because he was so terrible it was actually funny i'm looking him up i'm gonna see what else he's been in let's wait big bear that's his name so, Big Bear, yeah. He was in two movies. This movie, and in 2013, 
He played himself in a documentary. <laughs> Journey to the 100-Man Fight. Okay. Well, this was his only movie then. Okay. Um, maybe he was a professional fighter then, maybe? I don't know. I'm a, all right. He had a duck with himself in? Well, I don't know. On-air research real quick. I'm going to look. Nick Kara. Let's see. He's a kickboxer, I think. Yeah. Oh. That's what I was figuring. He's actually a, like a professional kickboxer, probably. When I type that in, the 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 girl showed up too. Uh, what has she been in? She's in the Protector, so I guess we'll see that. Cool. Um, she's pretty. She was really pretty in this movie. Yes. I liked her a lot. I could have used more of her. Hey, so you were talking. <laughs> you were talking about uh, the guy who played George. I wish he survived, and I wish his character was just thrown into other movies. <laughs> like, just like put him in Ocean's Eleven as just some guy at the gambling table. You know, like just, I need that character in more movies. He was so good. Um, okay, Yorton, you got trivia? Well, no, no, no. I'm sorry. We got nitpicks. Jared, we know your nitpicks. Um, and also, I did have the nitpicks. Uh, there was one nitpick I did miss in my notes. Um, it was the electrical wire scene. Yeah. I thought that was just just ridiculous. Well, hey, Big Bear's <laughs> not the smartest. That is true. Jordan, any nitpicks? Uh, nitpicks for me, I, I don't know. For me, it just sort of felt like picking on a movie that's a low-budget film uh, just like lighting and stuff that bothered me sometimes, like when they're in the apartment and stuff. But it sort of just felt a little bit. While yes, it did feel like hey, it's a major movie. At the same time, it's like yeah, it's definitely our first time going out it about it. So there's oh, yeah. stuff and like that. My only issue with the lighting, like I forgave a lot of the lighting in this movie, um, but the only issue where it actually inhibited like being able to watch it was the was the first part of the cave fight when he first arrived to the cave. Yeah. And I was like, because the other lighting I like forgave, I was like, okay, it, it is what it is. But this was the only part I was just like, you're like stepping on your product. Now I can't actually see what's happening. <laughs> this is <laughs> the good stuff, man. This yeah. is stuff. It's just like, now I actually can't, like the other part I was just like, yeah, it's a nitpick. But yeah, the budget is, but like that part, it's just like, it's actually taking away from the movie. I, uh, all the nitpicks I, I would, I guess I would have for this movie that I would apply to the other movies. I don't have for this movie because I just I think it adds to. I don't know. I feel like when you watch this movie, you kind of have to know it's uh, going in what it is. You know, it's just like yeah. these guys like shooting their shot, trying to make something and make something of themselves, and they don't have a big studio or a studio at all behind them. And it's kind of like when I saw um, what's that movie, um, Swingers for the first time you know it was just John Favreau and he was like illegally shooting in LA trying to like he didn't have money for permits and stuff him and um, Vince Vaughn and they was just very low budget but it's like I like the movie more for that you know yeah I think it adds to the charm of the movie um, okay Yorton you got some trivia uh, I think I covered a big chunk of my trivias there oh uh, they had to stop filming for one month because uh, Tony Jaw injured his ankle, and since you know, like he can't be jumping around like the crazy man he is with a broken ankle. Uh, br- I brought up about how no wires or CGI were used in the fighting. Okay. Um, t- yeah, Tony Jaw did all his stunts. Yeah, uh, the hair, 
about the mid, uh, the bad guys. <laughs> yep, I, I yeah, pretty much talked. You just about covered it over and uh, yeah, yeah, throughout the episode. Cool. All right, um, let's get to the Rotten Tomatoes game. Rotten Tomatoes, Rotten Tomatoes, it's the Rotten Tomatoes game. All right, Jared, you won again last week. Yorton, you were not doing hot. Hey, next week. I am not doing good. Next week, though, I'm going to have a name that movie based on the cover, whatever, VHS cover game, and that's when you're going to come back. All right. Um, <laughs> Yorton, what did this movie get in Rotten Tomatoes? And explain why you think that. Uh, just because it's a hard film to judge how people would take it, but it did get quite popular and everything but i don't know if the reviewers loved it as much as just word of mouth and talk on it so i'm going to go i'm going to go a 78 on it okay a 78 jared you going over you going under explain why uh, i'm gonna go Seventy-two. I'm gonna go seventy-two. Um, I think that while I lo- like like my thoughts going into the movie, there were parts that people loved, but overall, I think some people would have probably been lower on it. Some of the critics would have been lower on it. This movie, I'll go with the audience score first. Got an eighty-four audience. Okay, with yeah. the critics, right. it got an eighty-five. Oh, that's not crazy. I mean, it's not that crazy though. Like, this is a really, yeah. really solid movie. But I guess I, I, I was kind of with Yorton. If I didn't know that, I would think that this movie, because of because it was, it was low budget and it couldn't afford the right lighting and all that stuff, that maybe critics would have not enjoyed it as much. But I think they saw through it. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad that because I love this movie. I I've lost count of how many times I've seen this movie. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen it though, so it was nice coming back to it. And I'm glad I did. I don't buy many Blu-rays anymore. I'm buying this movie on Blu-ray. There's certain movies where I'm like, I just like to have in a collection. You know, I think I'm buying this movie. So, yeah, I'm with you. I like this movie a lot, and I could definitely see myself rewatching it. Um, this movie had a budget of. Well, it's like 150, whatever it is in Thailand or whatever. Um, but it equals to 5 million American dollars. That was the budget. It made in America 4.5 million. Worldwide, though, I guess Yorton already said it. It was made like over 20 million. I think he said 24. So it yep. easily made its money back. It almost it crushed it. Quadrupled, <laughs> more than quadrupled its money back, right? And I don't remember seeing a commercial for it, so. Roger Ebert gave this movie three out of four stars. I would have loved to see Roger Ebert watch this movie because he doesn't seem like the kind of guy who watches these kind of movies. His last paragraph in his review said, Did I enjoy Ongbok as brainless but skillful action choreography? Yes. And I would have enjoyed it even more if I had known going in that the stunts were being performed in the old-fashioned pre-computer way. Ongbok even uses that, that old Bruce Lee strategy of repeating shots of each stunt from two or three angles. Which wreck, which I'm sorry, which wrecks havoc with the theory that time flows ceaselessly from the past into the future, but sure goes, sure does give us a good look when he clears the barbed wire. 
So I thought he he judged this movie for what it for what it was. It was just like just turn your brain off and enjoy the action. It's not a dumb movie by all. When I say turn your brain off, it's not like because it's dumb. It's just like just buckle up, man, and go for the ride. Just don't over try to overthink anything and just enjoy what you're seeing. Absolutely. Fast and the Furious Eight. That's that's (laughs) that's like turn your brain off because it's dumb. That's different. Yes. Um, Actually, it's a little bit of both. Hey, Yorton, would you recommend this movie? Oh yeah, I've I've recommended this to you since it came. I have to ask. I would I would recommend it, Jared. Would you recommend it? Yes, I would. Now, Jared, would you put it in the Hall of Fame? Unfortunately, it's in the Hall of good for me okay not not necessarily hall of fame uh there there are parts i will sit down and watch but then there are like because we always talk about like our hall of fame is like no matter what part of the movie it's on would you sit down and watch like if it's the chase in the streets would i sit down and watch yes um but then there are other parts where it's just gets like really dialogue heavy when i pay attention to no because a lot of like the dialogue i did not like things like that so long-winded no it's not good <laughs> no I, I like to hear your reasons it's fine it's funny because yeah. it's funny to see what you value over what like say i value in a movie you know like we all like the same stuff but you put more more stock into certain things that i'm like well you know that's fine that doesn't really bother me as much um yorton i say yeah just because i've seen it tons of times and uh, there's just so many cool scenes that i'm just like if that tv if it's on tv i'll definitely stop and watch it and everything on it there's it it just has a lot of things that grab me and it i'm always keeps me interesting interested i'm putting it in the hall of fame as well i i would watch this movie right now if it was on tv so that that's my so we got four straight we got four, four straight, in the hall straight of fame? man i uh, know man all right let me put it down. all right hold on oh i didn't put john wick three down hold on so yeah, we said Ray. I remember the, our final episode of the year. Ray said the average will probably be around like anywhere between eight to twelve, and now we're already at four. So we're yeah, we're you know, quarter. We need to start packing some <laughs> bad movies or something. Just wait so till we get into themes, and then it'll probably go downhill. Oh god, we'll be back in the theme category. <laughs> Those were fun. <laughs> I like that we bounce off to different categories and stuff. It's fun. Um, yeah. what else is next? That's it. So, Jordan, what are we watching next week, man? Uh, the protective, uh, protector. I oh, the protector. Yeah, it's his uh, one of his uh, his next big movie that he made that came out. This one was sort of a both Thailand made and Australian made movie. It takes place mostly in Australia. Uh, but yeah. The main villain's going to be quite interesting. I was going to uh, get you guys' takes on it for it. Uh, but yeah, it, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I, I want to say there's some nice cameos too in this uh, in the one coming up. So yeah, he should be All Ryu. Right. I'm just saying, like reboot Street Fighter, make him Ryu or Liu <laughs> Kang. Like I don't care. Like I know it's. Is that racist of me? But I don't care. Like he, he's so good at what he does. No, it's not. I want to see this guy in a movie that I want to like a modern mainstream movie, and he'd be perfect as like a, a Ryu or a Liu Kang, whatever. Um, I just want more of him. Okay, so the protector next week. I'm looking it up on IMDb right now. A young fighter named Kam must go to Australia to relieve or retrieve his stolen elephant. 
<laughs> Think of it, it's almost like John Wick. It's almost like, this movie is pretty much like John Wick before John Wick. So he's just fighting gangs led by evil woman, an evil woman and her two deadly bodyguards. Cool, I'm in. I'm in. If there's elephants involved, I guess I'm in. Alright man. So until next week, I will see you guys later. Alright, see you guys. <laughs>